This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on Petrotech 2019, Role of Oil and Natural Gas in Economy. The participants are Professor Yamini Agrawal, Economic Analyst and Shishir Sinha, Journalist. India is hosting 13th edition of Petrotech. Can you tell us what is the significance of this kind of organization, this kind of event? India has an energy consumption need of 1,921 million tons by 2040, which is there. It is presently consuming about 7,224 million tons. And if you look at the country's share of global energy demand, which is likely to increase by 11% by 2040, and it's presently about 5% in 2016, we are continuously an energy demanding economy. With the large number of initiatives taken by the government, like Housing for All, Pradhan Mantri, Avas Yojana, which is there, or the 100 smart cities that is there, or the move to convert our energy needs to renewable energy, we have been focusing majorly on the energy sector. And we have not been only focusing on the energy sector, we have been focusing on creating energy sector in a manner which provides access to all, which provides greater efficiency, that means less loss of transmission and distributions that are there, more sustainability, that is lesser reliance on the fossil fuels and a greater reliance on renewable resources and also energy security which is there to which i think the prime minister has added energy justice also which means providing energy to the common man with all the facilities that are there now the most important point which he mentioned and which he is mentioning for a number of time that is the suitably priced what exactly it means and from a buyer perspective since india imports almost three-fourth of our energy requirement. So how the role of India has evolved in determining prices of crude oil? Since the energy demand from India, 80% of our crude oil actually is imported. And because there is a large demand from the Indian continent and it is one of the largest consumer of energy after US and China, automatically it has a certain amount of say as a buyer in the international markets. And because it has say in the international markets, it has been able to negotiate its terms in terms of credit lines, in terms of the pricing which is there and other factors which is there. And also they don't see it as a buyer today, but they see it as a greater potential buyer for tomorrow because of the large number of developments that is going on in India and the manner in which the GDP growth rates have been extremely promising in terms of a 7.4% in 2018 and 2019, we are likely to move to a higher rate of growth which is there. So because of all these factors, the world markets are looking at India or let's say the crude oil exporters are looking at India as a very potential market where they would like to make a lot of investments that are there. Now the next issue is the responsible pricing. This term is used a number of times. Prime Minister Modi has also used this term. So what kind of expectation India has from various exporting countries? India would definitely like to see that many of the exporting countries do not adopt to arm twisting techniques which are there, whereby they may not cut the supplies of the crude oils to actually increase the prices that are there, which adversely affect the current accounts which are there for any economy and do weaken the currencies that are there. So as we did see that the international crude oil prices were on a rise when OPEC was continuously threatening to reduce the supplies, which US did say that it would provide a support to 
also the sanctions on iran which were likely to be imposed where we actually import it is the second largest importer from we import from iran which is there so automatically these factors do play a important role in how the crude oil would be priced and how it would further affect the petrol and diesel prices in our country when we actually talk about our expectations we would expect that they act more responsibly towards not only our economy but towards the world economies which are dependent on them for their requirements now coming to a specific scheme like pradhan mantri ujwala yojana as a female as a household person how do you see this kind of a scheme it's an extremely good and a thoughtful scheme which is there because a large amount of a time of a woman and children is spent on collecting woods for the purposes of trying to cook their meals that are there and as a result they are unable to go for work and they are unable to go for education that is there as in when the lpg connections reach them they would not need to collect these woods from the forest or from other places and they would save that much amount of time also when they collect these woods and burn them they have a lot of smoke which actually affects them extremely adversely both children who are living indoors and the women which are there who are actually trying to cook and because the lpg connections save them from the smoke and the time wastage that they actually do on collecting woods that amount which is going to be saved is going to put it into a better health as well as a better employment opportunity for all and there is a doubt that whether these poor household really go for refilling their cylinder i mean of course they have taken connection and some part of it's almost free of cost but they don't go for a refill kind of thing this is a doubt this is a criticism which always used against these scheme what do you have to say about this well it's important that somebody is given an opportunity to actually utilize the benefits which the economy has to offer which is like the lpg connection and it's been very long that people should actually receive these benefits at the most affordable prices that are there so when the government is providing them it is doing a good job in reaching them now if they don't refill it it would then be their choice because probably they don't have sufficient amount of money or they have not been accustomed with it but not to be able to reach out to that sector or not to be able to get an opportunity to even use it may not be correct the government is also working on a formula where you can have the gas according to your requirements so at present there is a 5 kg cylinder there is a 14.2 kg cylinder now you can also have 1 kg of gas or 2 kg of gas or 3 kg of gas this kind of mechanism is being worked out so that will certainly lower down your requirement for fund to get the refill now the another question is about the refining capacity prime minister used the word that we have almost become fourth largest refiner in the world from a layman perspective when we say that we have become fourth largest that means we are producing more and more petrol and diesel but the prices of petrol and diesel are not coming down so from a layman perspective how you will explain it well what we need to see is that the raw material which is needed for producing petrol and diesel is crude oil and the crude oil prices are internationally determined and whatever are the international prices we have to purchase that crude oil from there refine it and then sell it as petrol and diesel which is there so since the opec and the us has a major role to play in the prices they tend to decide as to how the prices are going to be there and usually opec since it's an cartel tends to reduce the supplies to hike the prices which are there and as a result we usually pay a lot of 
of money the average which we were paying in 2016-17 were 93 to 111 per barrel to for a crude oil and as a result the prices in the domestic markets could not be reduced also what is important is to know that the government has deregulated these sectors so the government has no more role to play in regulating the prices of the petrol and diesel so they are market determined by whatever price they purchase it they can only sell it at that price too. so the baseline is that since the raw materials are costly so don't expect that the final product will be a cheaper one i mean until unless the government subsidizes heavily now the next uh, issue is the gas based economy what exactly it means for a economy like india for an economy like india we have our commitments towards the climate change that is there for cop 21 which is there we have also tried to create the international alliance for solar power which is there whereby we have reiterated our commitment to the climate change and as a result we have been trying to reduce our share of fossil fuels in our energy requirements which is there and we've been trying to move towards the renewable sector and we have been trying to move towards the natural sector so when we actually look at the natural gas demand which is there it is let's say 5 billion cubic feet per day as per 2016 which is there which is likely to increase by 14 billion cubic feet per day in 2040 so we are likely to increase the share of the natural gas by 2040 by 7% which is not very high from 6% but it is a commitment towards climate change which is there because a lot of pollution happens because of the use of the fossil fuels which is there what we are also committed towards is increasing the demand for the renewable sector which is likely to see the highest growth of 1409% to 256 million tons by 2040 which is presently at 17 million tons and the share in india's energy mix of the renewable energy is going to move from 2% in 2016 to more than 13% in 2040 so as and when we are going to move to these particular sectors for our energy requirements we are going to restress our or let's say reaffirm our commitment towards the climate change that is there but when we talk about new and renewable energy that is always said that it is slightly costlier than the fossil oil how well, what do you have to say the initial us? costs tend to be higher which is because it is not presently subsidized to that extent but as we move on to economies of scale which is there and we see more larger uh, let's say and when we see the running costs which are there the running costs are much lower which is there and as a result moving to a renewable energy would be a better option in the near future than the fossil fuel energy sources that are there and what about electricity because when we think about energy apart from fuel we also have to think about electricity so how do you see the situation there well our demand for electricity is continuously growing both because there is a greater vision towards providing housing facilities which is there there is a continuous demand from the industrial sector for the commercial use which is there the projects which are moving towards smart cities need more electricity for the digitalization that is there so since we are growing more towards the demand there is a greater increase in the demand for electricity there have been a large amount of a capacity which has been created though not functional completely but has been created for meeting this particular demand that is there so we are still relying on thermal for to generate electricity but not on the hydro or gas based thing do you think that this is a right mix or should be have more and more hydro and more and more gas rather than the thermal one 
we should try to switch over to the renewable sources especially the solar power which might be there and to wind energy as well as the hydro energy we have the ability to move towards the because of the long coastlines that we have we have the capacity to create wind energy also mm-hmm. and we also have because of the rivers that we have we have the possibility of creating a better hydroelectricity also so we should try to move towards hydroelectricity and wind energy but as i said the initial investment is extremely high and it takes a longer period of time for the recoveries that are there though the variable costs are much lower which is there so we've been trying to work on them and if there is a possibility of actually getting economies of scale working for it then we would see a greater possibility for that switch to take place and there is also issue about the environmental issues for the hydropower projects how this is affecting the hydropower capacity in india we do have problems in establishing dams that are there and there are a lot of issues in terms of how people are rehabilitated from one place to another which is there also when we talk about the hydropower which is there a lot of times the manner in which it is created seems to create questions about it but then overall when we look at the hydroelectricity scenario since the creation of this electricity can lead to much lower prices which are there because of their generation they are automatically more suitable than the fossil fuels that are there and there is the raw material can be used again and again for the hydropower yes, i mean you don't used- have to think about that I mean, for the coal and other thing, you have to think about their supply. But here, you just have to use again and again and again. How do you visualize the future scenario of energy security in India? It's strong, which is there. We have been working continuously towards uh, shifting our energy shares of creation from non-renewable sources to renewable sources. And if we can exploit the solar power, which is there, and we can create more more solar power, and we can also synchronize digital items with the solar power, we may find greater efficiency and greater profitability in that. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You were listening to a discussion on Petrotech 2019 role of oil and natural gas in economy. The participants were Professor Yamini Agrawal, economic analyst and Shishir Sinha, journalist. The program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.